Adventure Games Podcast. My name is Shorsha Dunbar and I'm your host. Hello and welcome to the second bonus Narascope episode where I will upload my interviews on day two of Narascope. So on the second day I spoke with several other developers about their games and again some really interesting games like the first day here are the interviews please enjoy i'm joel haddock i am one half of unmapped path uh we're a studio out of baltimore my uh partner is chris clemis uh the creator of twine uh, wow yeah <laughs> handy guy to be part yeah of it. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, uh this is Night in the Unpleasant House. This is our first uh, internal release we're working on. Uh, we're going to have it out this summer. Um, quick overview. This is a story mm-hmm. of loss, revenge, and local politics. Uh, you are uh, searching for the fate of your father, uh, who has vanished at the hands of your arch nemesis, the mayor. Uh, and to seek him out, you are undertaking an adventure into the mayor's mysterious uh, haunted mansion. Cool. Uh, so it's, yes. <laughs> Interesting <laughs> so they, premise. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, so this is a twine game, uh, which we have uh, built sort of engine on top of to render as a standalone iOS app. Um, so, you know, hopefully provide a new experience, a new feeling, you know, different from just a regular twine game kind of forced onto mobile. Um, okay. So, you can go ahead and give it a shot. Yeah. Okay, and uh, then for people who you know might not have heard of it, uh, very briefly then, uh, what e- what exactly is Twine? <laughs> so people so, might not uh, know. Twine is an open source um, interactive fiction engine, a choice based fiction. So at the very high level, uh, anyone can come in and you create uh, a sort of a choose your own adventure style. You create passages. Right. You link those passages to other passages, you branch, you branch, and branch, and from there you can build your entire narrative uh, within Twine. So again, Twine is free, um, it's open source, it's, uh, we, we actually, uh, Chris gave a, uh, the 10-year anniversary of Twine is this year. Um, okay. so Congratulations! <laughs> it's come a long way from the beginning. Wow! Um, but definitely worth checking out for anybody who wants to dabble in uh, creating their own interactive narrative. I'm sure, well, we'll maybe later in the future, I'll see if I, <laughs> if I can. Is it free to use then? To totally free to use, yep. There's a desktop version and a web version, uh, twinery.org. Twinery.org, okay, I'll have to check it out then. And so then with this game, uh, specifically, so I'm just going through it now, mm-hmm. and then for the podcast, um, so you said, like, choose your own adventure. So again, that you have the choices then that you go down a certain route mm-hmm. of so, the game, um, yeah? This particular game, uh, the way it's styled, is sort of as an old-fashioned adventure game, but in the choice-based format. So you're exploring uh, sort of open exploration of this house. Uh, you're uncovering the stories you go along. You have an inventory, but none of the um, you know none of the fiddly like trying to use inventory on things. It's right. very much choice-based. So you know if you have right. something, you can choose to use it at the right place uh, to sort of streamline that process. So you can focus on the adventure and the story and cool. that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. And you said that this is your first internal game? This is our first internal release, yes. Okay. And when, 
when do you plan on releasing the game? Uh, we're aiming to have it out this summer on iOS devices and then later on uh, to Android. Okay. Uh, so we're focusing on iOS as we get Okay. Yep. Then it's on iOS then? Okay, so this that's is cool. our uh, early beta right now. Uh, we just went into Under beta, so we're doing a lot of bug hunting and <laughs> well, <laughs> all that good stuff. You can, I've got a big list already today. Well, okay. <laughs> that's because I have to test it out. Exactly. That's, no, that's, I, again, I'm, I'm just seeing here what the choices are. You can investigate the ugly brown house, check out the ugly green house, or approach the stupid yellow house. <laughs> so, so I'm guessing is the, is the tone a bit comedic or, uh, or yes, a bit of a both? Little, it's a bit of both. It's okay. Uh, humor mixed with some darker... <laughs> Oh, cool. Well, uh, let's just see what happens if I approach the stupid yellow house. And, yeah, well, I didn't die. So, <laughs> <laughs> so okay, look forward to continuing playing it then. So, uh, yeah, what's the name of the ga name again uh, of the game? Night in the Unpleasant House. Night in the Unpleasant House. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'll definitely put, uh, and this will be available for iOS first. Yes. And, and where can people find you then, the developers, if you want to ch find uh, you online? You can find out more about us at unmappedpath.com. Um, cool. Okay, I'll include the links on the podcast. Awesome. All right. Uh, well, well, thank you very much. Thank you. Glad to talk to you. I am Roger Matthews, and my game is called Lost Cosmonaut. This is currently a video demo that I'm, I'm showing right now of the game, because the game is still in progress. And uh, the concept is it's a Gone Home-inspired adventure slash exploration inspired game where it's uh, currently in a state where we don't have the story built out but mainly just the exploration aspect built out where you're on a spaceship and then suddenly something goes very wrong and then zero gravity engages on the ship and you have to figure out how to solve some puzzles to fix the ship and then get back home safely and there's a, there's a countdown timer there's a voice and there's a whole uh, whole system of, of, of um, ways the game is telling you that something is going wrong and currently it's a very simple puzzle mechanic because we have a lot more we had a lot more ambitious concepts for it but right now we just this was for a class for for, for a, 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 a immunity class and uh, we had about a few weeks to make it so we just did something very simple of just a, uh, a we were just that there's a there's a bunch of uh, small fires that start on the ship there's a there's a fire extinguisher and you have to put out the fires. And you hit a switch, and that that's okay. a basic mechanic. Because uh, what I focused on on this project was I was I did the uh, the level design and lighting and scripting for it. So I just kind of created the mood through through the lighting. Uh, there's there's like the flashlight mm. section you can see yeah, here. Yeah, no, it's very dark. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> unfortunately the the glare in this room makes it a little yeah dark yeah yeah. <laughs> But um, uh, like, you yeah, could make something yeah. out. Is there like an eye? No, yeah. that's not an eye. That's like an eye. It's actually. I love how a lot of people see, think that it's an eye. And oh, I'm like not a, the only one. Because everyone, everyone says that because they they see it as a kind of horror aspect. Yeah, fine. But, that's, but it's yeah. actually a door. But I, I I'm very. Uh, I was very influenced by the, by the the the, the lighting of, of Silent Hill. Yeah. Designing the lighting for this, so I it, it totally makes sense that people would get a horror vibe because I. Yeah. Also, the 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 the, the, the uh, red colors and, and like very uh, high contrast lighting were all things that I'm very inspired from by Silent Hill by. And, yes, no, um, I can see that definitely. No, it looks it looks really cool. It looks amazing. Yeah, because my background is, is is a filmmaker and 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 and, and, and a video editor. So like, 
it's, like, this kind of work of playing with lighting and things like that, creating mood and atmosphere is the kind of thing that yeah. I, I just love doing. Well, from what I can so. see, it seems to be working at least. <laughs> that, uh, so you've spoken about some of the puzzles as well. You're still working on the story, right? Exactly. There. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of uh, stuff, and uh, you know, this is just a demo, and we might. I think we're making a bunch of demos, so we'll see which one sticks. But okay. uh, but uh, but definitely. Um, I, I think what I like yeah, about I think that the, the full idea continues. Yes, <laughs> the tease is the beginning of it. But I think that uh, the, the, like the full idea that we would, if, if this was to continue, was to have this idea that the spaceship is actually part of an experiment that is not an actual real spaceship. And, and actually, in space, it's like these people who are basically messing with you, like these scientists who are like watching you, and, uh, yeah. and they're sort of creating puzzles for you to to, to solve. And so it's sort of, uh, I think, slightly portal-inspired kind of idea of, of where yeah. you know, things are not what they seem, let's say. But, uh, you know, for now, it's just creating a mood and an atmosphere, and that's just the kind of thing I love doing. Yeah, so. no, again, from the video demo, it looks very interesting. It's, uh, you know, I'm curious. <laughs> Thank you. And I know it's in the very early stages of development. Mm -hmm. uh, do you yeah, it's just starting up. Do you have any tentative release date that you'd like to release it, or is that still... Oh, that's, that's still very far off. Okay. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> uh, would you be releasing a demo uh, in the future, like a playable demo? Uh, yes, I'm, 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 um, I'm, since this is all uh, brand new, I'm putting a, a, a website together. And then on okay. the website, um, there will be a, the video demo, and there will be a, 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 a itch uh, downloadable demo as well. So that cool. you can actually uh, play, it as, play it as well. Okay, and so that, the will be, that will be coming out. Okay, the website. the website, so it will come out in the future Yes, then. yes. And uh, I, I, I guess I could... Uh, um, I can preemptively plug my website, I guess. Yeah, sure, go <laughs> ahead, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's um, roggah.com. Okay, Roger. Yeah, Roger. Yeah. Right now, it's <laughs> oh. mainly right me, my, my filmmaker and editing work, but I'm starting to put my game work on there as well. So oh, cool. <laughs> so you'll be able to check this out on the website. Cool. And then where can people find you online? On, do you have any social media? Sure, accounts? yeah. On, on Twitter, I'm RJM Video. That's RJM, M as in Matthew, Video. Uh, on Twitter. You can check me out on cool. Twitter. Cool. Okay. So. Well, best of luck with the game then, Roger. Thank you very Look much. Look forward to finding out more. <laughs> Thank you. My name is Jack Hart. Uh, this is I Am a Whale. Uh, it's a surrealist walking simulator about sky whales uh, that I made earlier this year uh, on Train Jam. Okay, so, it's, so you're literally a whale in the game? or That's that's part of the game. Yeah. Cool, I don't that's... think I've ever played a game where I, I'm a whale. <laughs> and where did the idea come from to play as a whale? So I, um, earlier that uh, this year when I was, before I worked on the game, I was working with a lot of different like found objects, uh, so using assets that people have already created um, in my games. And this whale is like one incredibly detailed, uh, like the humpback whale model is just real, like this really great free asset that someone put out. Uh, and then also, and, and when I had originally play tested this, it wasn't about whales at all. There was just this whale in it, and everyone was like, "That's what's what's up with this whale? This whale is what I care about." Uh, and so I ended up kind of reshaping the game to be about whales. Uh, cool. As a as a pivot, that's worked out quite well. Cool, yeah. Yeah. And so you said it's a surreal walking simulator. Yeah. Game. yeah. So, well, walking with whale or is it a swimming simulator? So, you, so you are no, so you are walking. Oh. Um, yep. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So it's about sky whales. So whales, whales who are in the sky, um, as oh, well as right. yes, yes, yes. Uh, as well as. Uh, maybe some land land whales as well. Okay. 
Okay, and uh, I see here that uh, this, you mentioned this is a train jam game. Yes. Uh, so what can you tell us about the train jam? Then? Yeah, so uh, train jam is a game jam that takes place each year uh, the week before GDC, uh, going from Chicago to San Francisco. Uh, I th it's about it's usually supposed to be about 56 hours. I think we were at seven, we clocked in at 72. Um, and so you make a game on the train, so it's completely full of game developers uh, working on working on games. It's super cool. Cool. Okay, yeah. so literally you make games on yeah, the train. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> cool. And I see then that uh, you can play with a controller. Yes. I see here. Uh, yeah. There's also there's also like keyboard and mouse controls, but they're not great. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay, and can, where can people find this game? Can people play this game? Yeah, yeah. Is it available publicly? Yeah, so it's at uh, Jack of Heart, J A C K O F H A R T dot itch dot io. Okay, and people can play it there then? Yeah, so you can download it there, yeah, and my other games as well. Oh, cool. And then where can, apart from that website, can yeah, people yeah. find you anywhere else? Yeah, so uh, I'm on Twitter at Jack of Heart uh, as well. Cool. No. Okay. Well, I'm going to try this game now. Yes. <laughs> so looking forward to it. Yeah. Okay. Thank well, you. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. My name is Rosa Prinzo. Um, I am currently working on a game called Love Potion. It's a dating simulator that focuses on who you are as a player. So you kind of develop your own personality through the choices that you make, and then your love interests will respond differently and form different relationships with you based on the kind of person you are. Because in real life, you're kind of a different person depending on who you're with. So I'm trying to mirror that. Um, I just finished up a game called The Wooing Game. It's um, a Shakespearean dating simulator, kind of. It's like a uh, TV dating show where you get to mix and match different Shakespearean characters. So if you wanted like Hamlet and Romeo to end up together, you could uh, see what their relationship is like. So you can find that on my website if that, you're interested. That sounds fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very yeah. curious. So that's on your on your website? I mean, yes. Usually yeah. ask us at the end, but what's, uh, what's your website? Then? The website is um, rfl seven com slash portfolio. Okay. It's a little, a little Yeah, yeah, I'll, to, I'll include it on the show notes for the, for the podcast. Yeah, that'd be that great. That sounds really interesting. Um, so, and if you want to follow the uh, the current game, it's at Love Potion on, uh, at Love Potion Game on Twitter and Instagram. Okay, cool. So then this game is called Love Potion, this game that you're yes. demoing here. Yeah, that's the new one. Uh, Scope. So, so as you mentioned, it's a dating simulator. Yes. And so if you haven't played it, and you talked a little bit about the choices that you make, they just oh, want sure. to be that we are different people depending on who we're with, you know, we're right. in groups, by ourselves, with one person. Mm -hmm. um, so what... I wonder, could you explain what exactly is a dating similar simulator for people sure. who haven't played it? Yeah, yeah. Like myself, I haven't okay, played cool. it yet. But. It's kind of, it's an interesting concept. Um, usually it's just kind of you're presented with a whole bunch of different love interest options and um, you get to try to romance them. Usually there's like a right and wrong answer you're trying to score points with your different love interest and if you score enough points then you get to see like your relationship and you kind of play out these different dates it, it depends on what kind of dating right. simulator you're playing but um just you're like playing like uh different conversations with them or doing things with them and based on 
the kinds of things you say and the reactions that you have, um, they're going to, you know, like you more or less. Um, so usually, like, famously, dating simulators have, like, a, quote, good and bad ending. So you right. can either, like, succeed to seduce your love interest or not. So, <laughs> so Love Potion's a little different in that um, you're always going to succeed, but your relationship is going to be totally different based on who you are and um, how they react to you. Cool. So it's still positive then yes, in the yeah. end. So you still try a, to keep a happy it. ending. Yeah. yeah no, I think that is important. That is good because you don't want to feel, oh man, you know, I didn't get to yeah. be with this person or seduce <laughs> yes. this person. And then it's more than just seducing, I imagine. You just exactly. Kind of the personality that yeah, it's building like an emotional does. relationship. Yeah. Which is kind of important as well. Yeah, so. yeah. It's usually like a nice, wholesome, uh, emotional journey that you go on with, with another character. Cool. So. No, it sounds very interesting. Now, yeah. you, uh, now this episode will probably go up after but you you're putting up them new things so you mentioned on monday june is, is the 17th yes that'll be it tomorrow june artwork. 17th uh yeah on the social media pages we're gonna be uh revealing the first character artwork for iris she's a uh card player she's kind of like a very uh dark and mysterious kind of character so she's she's gonna be really fun Cool. And so then you have more announcements during the summer, I, I read. Yes. And then yeah, there's going to be um, just all kinds of updates coming up. We're going to uh, have more collaborators that, collaborators that we're going to announce. We're going to eventually try to launch a Kickstarter, hopefully in August okay. around then. And we're going to um, come up with like some trailers and a, uh, a full playable demo with full artwork and everything like that. Cool. Well, I'll definitely keep an eye on it and mention it on the oh, podcast. Okay. And then in the dating sim, so you can... You know, choose if you want to male or female or you know. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You get to in this one. You get to um, pick your pronouns: she, he, cool. or they. And then you can uh, try to romance. Um, there's a male, female, and non-binary love interest. Cool. Yes. Yeah, so very inclusive. Very inclusive. Then. That's, yes. No, that's great to hear. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Rose. Thank so you so much. That's Love Potion, and so I'll include the links and but it's uh, at Love Potion Game on Instagram and Twitter. Exactly, yes. Right. Yeah, well, thank you very much. Thank and you best so of luck. much. Thank you. Hi, my name is Andrew Schneider, and uh, my game is Knocked True Tales of Robin Hood. It's available for iOS, and it's launching on desktop July 17th with loads of new content, new art, and new music. Uh, we're really excited about this. Uh, it's probably almost a million words and about 20 hours wow. of gameplay. <laughs> a million words? About a million words. That sounds uh, like a lot. <laughs> the game was built in Twine um, mm -hmm. and then uh, supported uh, with the help of Chris Clemis, who wrote Twine and his partner Joel, uh, created a game engine known as Disbound um, that uh, underlies the game and then we added art and music to uh, support it uh, for the desktop Cool. And how long did it take you to make the game since there's a million words? <laughs> how long we did it take you to write all of that? <laughs> we are approaching the six-year mark wow. of me personally working on the game. Uh, yes. I mean, you must have a lot of patience to spend, you know, six years writing this game. <laughs> Deranged sense of perfectionism <laughs> may be closer to the truth. <laughs> okay, so you mentioned that this is, uh, you know, about Robin Hood. Not. So, do we play as Robin Hood then in the game? We do, we, we play as Robin Hood, but you play as your Robin Hood. Hopefully, you have the freedom to create your identity uh, and your Robin Hood story, so you can be male or female, and there's a number of okay. different backstories. You can be a peasant, or you could be a knight from the Crusades, or, or you could uh, you could be the secret prince uh, who uh, okay. inherits the throne, and then um, you also have various other identities of the 
people that you encounter, like Maid Marian, can be different um, depending on how you go through the story, and uh, and that changes how the story flows and evolves. So the goal was not just to create a Robin Hood story, but to let you create your Robin Hood story. Cool. Yeah. So it's not really well based on any of the films or books, right? So you, you know, create the story yourself. As tr- in terms of research, uh, I watched all the movies I could get my hands on. I read some of the books. Uh, uh, I stole a lot from Arthurian legend, from English mythology, um, and then created a number of things out of whole cloth. Uh, I'm a uh, science fiction fantasy author and game designer uh, when I'm not working on this game. So I've done work for Dungeons and Dragons and I have several self-published novels that... uh, So writing is what I do and this is just more writing than I think I expected to get into (laughs) when I started a role-playing game. I really wanted to... uh, After I started it, I realized if I was going to make a game, I was going to make the game that I wanted to make, and I was going to make a game that I was happy with. Uh, I love role-playing games. I do a lot of tabletop role-playing games, and I wanted to bring that experience to the desktop and to uh, uh, the iPad for uh, consumers who I'd never get the chance to meet. So trying to give them the amount of options uh, and freedom, or sense of freedom, in the game is what takes so many words. Uh, Just You need to hit that critical mass to end up with a play space where the player feels like they have the agency to affect the story. Right, yeah, so with all the different choices that we have, as you mentioned, create the different characters. What I wanted to do is to make uh, a role-playing game, like I said, with the freedom that would afford the player uh, to create their own stories, uh, but also with all the elements that I like about role-playing games. So base building, romance, resource management, it's all there uh, if you want to engage with it. Or you can play it on easy. I, there are various difficulty mm. levels. You can play it on easy, normal, hard, or impossible. And that changes <laughs> the amount of mental energy and focus that you need to, sure. to, to put into the mechanics of the game as opposed to if you just want to play through the story. Sure, yeah. Now, you mentioned uh, that it's going to be released in July for a desktop. And July 17th. July 17th, okay. Uh, uh, on Steam. On Steam, uh, okay. It will be discounted uh, for the first week, uh, and you can get a further discount if you want to bundle it with the soundtrack. We have an over an hour's worth of music um, composed by a very talented composer in L.A., Yvonne Oberholster, uh, who sort of did a really good job of making a medieval sound quality soundtrack, um, and we have a special guest appearance by the um, British folk artist John Bowden, uh, formerly he was the front man for a band called Bellowhead, um, and now he's working on his own, but he recorded his previously unrecorded composition, Living in the Greenwood, that uh, shows up at the end of the game and on the soundtrack as sort of a, a bonus for people who, who play it. Play yes, it. no, when I played the demo here, the first thing I heard was the music was very nice. It, it was definitely very melodic and very, very good. So. Composure been working on it for almost two years uh, and we're really proud of it. Wow, yeah. And uh, yeah, so that game again is knocked it's a million words and so you've also made it apart from the audio that there are a few other changes you made from the mobile uh, from the mobile version, uh, the you get all of the content and you get some of the art on the mobile version, but it's optimized for your mobile experience. If you're traveling, if you're in a busy, crowded place, I don't want to, I don't want to burden you with audio. If you're sitting at your <laughs> desktop, sitting down at your computer with your headphones or your speakers, we have a full audio experience. We have expanded artwork for a you know 1080p widescreen uh, play experience. Uh, additional 300 pieces of art that we developed for the game for the desktop 
launch, um, and probably an additional 100,000 words uh, that we implemented for the desktop that will also get pushed to mobile. So, yeah. Ooh. Knocked True Tales of Robin Hood, July 17th, coming out on Steam, available on iOS, um, and with a content update uh, coming July 17th that will, unfortunately, break your game. So, uh, <laughs> get it and then sit on it for a week or two. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you very much. So where can people find question? Where can people find you then? Where can people find out more about this game? Uh, you can find out more about the game at www.knockedthegame.com. Uh, that's N-O-C-K-E-D-T-H-E-G-A-M-E. Uh, that has the trailer, it has artwork, it has uh, it talks about the game and talks about the development on the dev blog. You can follow me on Twitter at Man of Nottingham. Um, and, uh, and yeah, that, that's it. And you can find the Steam page and engage in the Steam community there. Cool. So try and answer. Cool. Thank you very much, Andrew. Best of luck. I'm looking forward to the game being out then. Thank you. I'm happy to Thank you. Thank you. So that is it for the second bonus Nariscope episode of day two of the Nariscope conference. I hope you enjoyed those interviews and some really interesting games. I believe there's something for everyone there. And I will include links in the show notes as well. So I hope you check them out. Now, there's still plenty more to come. There are three more episodes to come. So... Uh, tomorrow I will upload my interview with Dave Gilbert as he speaks about his talk that he gave, Engineering Character Empathy, and how he did that on his latest game, Unavowed, and it talks a little bit about Blackwell series as well. He also talks a little bit about Wajidai's next game, Techno Babylon 2, and the move to 3D, and why he moved to 3D, and what we can expect. So that'll be tomorrow. So until then... Have a good day, everyone. Bye. So if you like the Adventure Games podcast, then please subscribe, rate, and review. Wherever you listen to podcasts, please leave a review on iTunes if you can, as every review helps, and reviews will help get the word out, especially for adventure game developers who appear on the podcast. Now, you can also follow me on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at Advent Game Pod. You can follow me on Facebook at Adventure Games Podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Adventure Games Podcast as well. And we're also on Discord at Adventure Games Podcast. So if you are a adventure game developer or adventure game player, you can follow us there. So again, please feel free to retweet and share podcast episodes and the podcast to people who you believe may enjoy it and you can also find more information about the podcast on www.adventuregamespodcast.com so until next time thank you